0: you are listening to the calm down podcast the podcast where candid thought-provoking and rare conversations happen while amplifying people's stories around the world here we take it one day at a time and also rant on simple cuts people don't observe or are just oblivious to i am your host viola ekene i am an on-air personality podcaster YouTuber and content creator. Thank you for tapping the play button to listen to another episode of the Calm Down Podcast. Thank you so much again for being a part of this community. If you are not already a part of this community, you can join our tribe on Instagram and on Twitter. On Instagram at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast. Just know the yes, underscore after every word in the Calm Down Podcast. And on Twitter at podcast calm. All the links would be in the description box. How are you doing? How are you doing? I hope you're doing amazing. I can't believe we're almost at the end of the month of September and I could remember I think two episodes ago I was literally so excited we've entered September, grateful for life. I just right now we're almost at the end of September and it's just funny how these days just fly so quickly and all that. (laughs) Again, I hope you're doing absolutely amazing. I always love to ask you how you're doing because people are going through a lot, you know, especially this 2020. So I always want to make sure that you are fine. And thank you again for listening to episode 31 because this is episode 31. So as usual, you know, we're still on the stories around the world on the podcast, which is a new series we started recently in case this is your first time. Stories around the world just features stories of real life people, individuals, groups from anywhere around the world. And, you know, when we share our stories, we are open to the different realities of people's lives because people have different realities for them. What it is, my reality is not your reality and the things that I've gone through, my experiences are unique to me. So I'm so excited to introduce you to the feature in this episode. If this is your first time listening, you can go back, binge listen on all that episodes just to listen to other varieties of stories from people. Trust me, you're going to love it. According to someone that loves this podcast and dropped a review, she said that the stories around the world is very therapeutic. Just listening to all other people share their experiences, the things they've encountered, you know, what they've gone through and all that. And I must say, it's really, really true, you know, just listening to other people share stuff about themselves, you know, it's it's really, really cool. So the story in this episode is one that I resonate with so much because <laughs> I really don't know what to get. I don't want to give you spoilers, but first of all, listen to this story by Uche and after the story after listening to the story I'll come right on and share my thoughts and share my opinions on it as usual so stick around
1: My name is Uche and I'm 25 years old I'm from Nigeria and I'm here to share my story so my story is about my weight and my size journey throughout my life to now I've always thought of myself as a pretty confident person even as a young child I had a pretty good self-esteem partly because I read too much and maybe because of the kind of environment I grew up in. I never really thought about my size or my weight until I left secondary school. <laughs> By the way, if you're wondering, I grew up a very skinny girl. Even when my siblings were getting a bit chubby about growing up, I still remained very lanky and was going tall. December 2012, I was 16. I remember this year because that was when I finished my secondary school and we went to the village for Christmas and I decided that I was no longer going to eat meat. I don't know why. I just up and decided I was going vegan. My family thought I was going crazy. But eight years down the line, and I still don't eat meat. When people ask me why I don't eat meat, I or why I tell it to turn a vegetarian, I say it's because it's just a personal decision or something. But I think I know deep down, I've come to accept that deep down it has to do with my fear of gaining weight because i've always been a very skinny person even then like when i checked my weight i think i was around i was not even up to 50 kg as of when i was 16 or so Fast forward three years later i'm in school i didn't get admission in time so i was still 100 level i visited my sister who just put to bed that was 2015 around that august break the long vacation so i stayed there and after the vacation i went back to school i had added a bit of weight i checked my weight myself i was in around 60 kg and everybody like all my friends were like oh my god the added weight oh my god I can't believe you could even add weight and all that and it really got to me because then all it took was for someone to even insinuate and I added some bit of weight and I'll start panicking I'll start starving myself I'll start fasting I'll start going on crazy diets it was really it was really really a tough time for me so I went back to after I was after I was told that added weight I started exercising like crazily before December when I went back to the village for Christmas I'd gone back to my 50 kg mark and everybody was like what what happened to you we thought like you looked better and all that so fast forward again uh, end of 200 i started getting involved in modeling as I got into university I still have interest I really wanted to model and all that so by my end of 200 level I had decided to go to Lagos for a few a modeling school that was organized by a few models so when I went there I saved every, every time I had and I went because it was a two-week training I stayed with my cousin that was in Lagos I paid I went I did it so when I got there I saw a lot of girls they were like way skinnier than I am and I felt like, oh my God, like these people, I don't even have, I don't even stand a chance against them. So I had to do something to stand out or to look different. So on impulse, spontaneously, I decided to cut off my hair. So one day I was coming back, I just entered the salon and said, I need my hair gone. So they chopped off my hair. So I was bowed then. I went back. The funny thing is that I still wasn't chosen. They said that I was not skinny enough or that I wasn't tall enough. I can't remember, but I wasn't signed to the agency. And then I was still weighing around 51, 52 kg. I was still really skinny then. And then I chopped off my hair. My collarbones are always jutting out, you know. So it was really bad. So after that, I felt really down. I was, I don't know. I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was really, really down. My, my confidence took a beating it kind of like invigorated me the more to even lose more weight i wasn't still satisfied with myself i kept like this through my 300 level i went to it in abuja i got myself involved in modeling in abuja i worked out a bit and when i went back to school and all that i kept that till like i finished school you know i was this workout fanatic i was always working even though personally i enjoyed to work out i love to run because when i was secondary school i was an athlete and I run track. So I've always loved to run and to exercise. But I think in my case, I took it a bit too far because I felt like an escape or a means for me to always check my weight because, you know, from my daddy's side, they're like big. They're all big. Even now, like all my siblings are way, way bigger than I am. I'm still like very slim and all that. But my mom, they were like super slim. I think the, that fear of gaining weight has always been with me. Uh, when I finished school... I decided to pursue modeling full-time, you know, to really go into it and know what I was going to make a career out of it. And thus, I moved to Lagos. I moved to Lagos in January 2019. I went to stay with my uncle in Lagos. And while I was there, I was waiting for my service to come around, to so I would go for service. While I was there, I decided to go for another modeling training in lagos this time with another agency so when i got there it was the same old story you know super skinny girls i think then i was now around i was 20 21 yes and my weight was still around that 50 55 kg range you know i was really barely 110 pounds so i went i did everything i still wasn't chosen because they said that you know that i had to be really I, like in my mind, I didn't know. I felt like I was pushing myself too hard because they kept telling me that I had to lose more weight, I had to lose more weight, and I didn't see what else to lose. You know, I was bothering on starvation, and I was still very skinny. My collarbones were not, everybody was telling me that I was going to, you know, these snarky comments they make at really skinny people. They say, You're going to break into two, embrace you, blow too hard, it's going to blow you away. <laughs> It was not funny then and it's not funny now, you know, it really, it really messed up my confidence and everything that made me. Because I think with every comment, like, and if people should say, if someone should walk up to me and be like, hey, like you're adding weight to, like, it kind of like triggers this thing in my brain. And suddenly I'm thinking of moving back to my dieting or to start exercising twice as hard or to start you know fasting or something like that you know and it was not really really it was not good at all for me but it kept messing with my head and you would think as someone that read someone that read very well because i'm widely read you would think that i should know better but funny enough i didn't know better And if I let all those things come to my head, I let all those things, you know, control the way that I was. Throughout that period of my life, I think from when I was 16 till like when I was 22, 23, I always ate. I always counted everything I ate. I ate it by calories, you know. If you give me food, I'm like, how many calories is this and all that. I was always working out. I was always running. I avoided many junk foods and all that just so I could maintain that slim and trim figure you know it was a really it was a really hard thing for me it was difficult and the funny thing was that people thought like that i had it all together you know but then to this my body i've always been very very insecure about my body i've always been very insecure about the way i looked and when i knew that i couldn't handle myself being a fat person or being a very a bigger person once after that first time that i gained weight staying with my sister i just knew that i could not and because my self-esteem my confidence took a huge beating like till i went back to my normal skinny self so i didn't feel proud of myself i didn't feel like my body belonged to me when i was that size and even though now like it don't, it don't make sense to me now but then i felt like i had to go back to being skinny anyway so when i moved to lagos and i went for that new distance they still didn't pick me and but then the lady the CEO of the modeling agency she spoke to me she was like that that see that I might not ever be as skinny as this other person because if I had to do that I had to take pills I had to you know do crazy things to be able to get to that really really skinny thing they were looking for and I wasn't sure I wanted to do that but then I was like okay yes I'm ready to do anything so that is how I kind of became anorexic you know uh, if I ate I'll throw up I make myself go to take my food and I'll throw up in the toilet. I threw up practically everything I ate. Uh, I started taking pills just to stay skinny. It was a real struggle for me then, like, nobody knew about it, of course. I was like, this was was something I was struck with. I didn't feel I could talk to anybody about it. I didn't think anybody would understand. So I just, it was just something that I did. You know, I got the pills. I took them. I made myself regurgitate take my food. Every night that I ate, I didn't eat past six. You know, I was starving and all that. And all this was happening. I didn't just know what to do. So after a while, uh, someone told me something. And person said that he noticed that I was getting slimmer and slimmer. And I said that, yes, because that I just had to, that I was doing it because of muddling person said that if modeling is meant for me, that I shouldn't have to look sick to do it. And even though then I felt insulted, but then later I thought about it and I got tired quickly because... I was falling sick. I was getting very, very, very skinny and I was wasting away and it was not good. So I think something just snapped in me and somehow I retrieved my senses back and I just told myself that, look, that I couldn't, I could die because of this thing and nobody would really care. You know, because it's funny because when I was skinny, they... People laughed and said, oh, you're going to break. You're very skinny. And then when I added weight, they're like, oh, you added weight. So it was all very confusing. So I just decided to let myself be, to not listen to what anybody said again. And that was how I stopped. I started eating normally again. And even though, like, currently my weight is around 57, almost 60, I am regulating it. And it's it's still a journey because I still work out every day I still run every day I still watch what I eat but I've gotten to that point where I know that I cannot be as skinny as I was when I was 16 or when I was 15 so I've kind of like come to accept or enjoy my body you know now I've added a bit of weight not like weight but I've added flesh like my friends used to say you know I have my thighs are bigger uh, even though my my tummy is still flat and I still work out but then my thighs are bigger I have a little bit more flesh on my body and the funny thing is that I enjoy it more because when I wear clothes like they fit more and they give me more shape and even though it's vain, but then I like it, you know. When I look at the pictures I took like all those years ago and myself now, and like I feel like smacking myself in the head and like, what are you thinking? What was I thinking? You know, so I've just started to let myself be. And I just know that even though I know that I could never be myself or I could never handle myself as a bigger or a fat person, but I know that I cannot or I, I don't need to go to drastic levels just to look skinny or just to look. Slim or something like that. So I think why I'm sharing this story is because I know most people, a lot of people might be going through the same thing, you know, struggling with their ways, trying to fit in, trying to look good, trying to be that perfect glass figure and I'm like sometimes it's all not worth it because you tend to lose yourself when you do all these things and people that always ask people about their weights I don't think it's a very nice thing because you don't know what the person is going through you don't know how the person is struggling with their size and people just come up to you and be like oh you're looking fat oh did you add weight it's a very rude thing to ask people so because I've gone through it firsthand and I know it's not nice it was that was all it took for to trigger my anxiety about my weight when someone said hey it's like you're looking big and like that I start panicking I start thinking I start starving myself so (laughs) yes that is it um I just I'm getting to that point where I'm comfortable in my own skin I'll not say I'm there 100% but I know I'm getting there and I know it's going to get better every day you know I'm turning 25 soon this month (laughs) so but I'm really I'm super proud of myself I've come a really long way and I I think my life got better when I even Quick modeling because a lot of that tension left my shoulder. So, my I, my advice to you out there if you're looking or if you're suffering from the same thing, I feel like please just know what makes you feel more confident. If being big or you being fat gives you confidence, please just rock your body being slim gives you confidence rock your body if you're big and you want to lose weight exercise and i don't recommend pills or starvation or anything as means of losing weight because it's not healthy at all so that is it Thank you so much. Thank you, Viola, for this opportunity to share my story. And I hope this inspires someone else to maybe live differently or to do things differently and not fall into the same rabbit hole that I did, you know, trying to please the whole world. Because trust me, you cannot please everybody. At some point, you just have to own yourself and own your body and try to be comfortable in your own skin and, you know, love yourself. And it's a lot of crap. It's bullshit, but then it's unbelievable. Really what you have to do if you don't love yourself if you're not comfortable i'm still fighting insecurity of my body people always see me and think i'm this confident i am confident but i've always been very very insecure about my body and even though i'm trying to get over it and the more accepting of who i am and how i am i know it's it's not easy so it's not really it's not an easy journey so i just hope Anybody who's going through or who has gone through the same thing, find courage and strength from what I went through and, you know, put themselves out.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Uche, for being so brave enough to share your story. Let me tell you, like, Every day when I listen to a story that someone sent it, it just makes me realize again that it's not always about you, you know, especially in your relationships, in your friendships. You know, there are some people that you actually be with. It's always about them. It's always about me. You have to always be there for me. But people are really going through stuffs, And it blows my mind the kind of stuff people go through and how well this story actually sits and resonates with me. Me, personally, I am also afraid of getting fat so but i don't think mine has reached this to extent i would say that mine is have all my life, I've gone through series of body shaming by people. And sometimes we think that body shaming are actually from strangers, people we've not met. Most of the time, 90% of body shaming are done by people we know and the people we love. The people that are very, very close to us. That's why it always hits differently. And that's why it's it's always like sticks, you know. And sometimes people body shame you without even knowing. You could imagine when Uche would come back to school, like she said, and people would be like, oh, you look like a stick you're about to break. Now today there I miss a funny comment ha 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 they laugh over it but those words continue to tear her heart apart and it just made me realize and understand why we should be careful like really really careful of what we tell people people have different things that are struggling to get over from or come out from these are their insecurities and there are so many things that can trigger them her like she said was just anybody that would drop anything as regards her weight and she was you know back to square one of trying to fix herself to the extent she became anorexic and all that so what I'm trying to say is be careful of what you say to people. See, it's not everything you see that you must say. It's not everything. You know, there's this adage in Igbo, I don't know if I would say it, like, really well, but this is what the adage is kind of, like, saying, you not know? it's not everything that you see that you must say. Like, you must, like, literally vent it out. Sometimes, you see some things and you just, like, overlook them. That doesn't mean that if you see something where something bad is happening or someone is being maltreated or mistreated, you should not say something. That is entirely different. But things that have to do with people's well-being being like um the episode where i talked about people coming into your house and rating you and not just about what you say from your expressions from your look people can decipher what is going on in your mind and especially for people that like to comment on people's weight we say this sometimes and we laugh over it maybe you saw it on twitter stop telling people that fat or that sleep we laugh over it but we do these things to the people that are close to us let us just leave people strangers on the street we do this to die your friend that you've not seen for a long time and you see her and you're like oh my god you're getting fat like See, for women, right? I don't know about guys, but for women, that thing is like a scare or something that would make us start looking at our body again. And it's not like we are insecure, right? It's just that there is this part of every human being that is always conscious of their appearance to people, how people see them, or something. So when you see someone and you start to drop, you know, comments on their way, that whether you're teasing them or you're joking, and the thing is, now when you tell that person that, oh, I don't like what you said, because maybe they're close to you, you have a familiarity, steps and they're like, oh my. I I was just playing with you now. Please, stop. Especially commenting on people's weight. It is not right. It is not courteous at all keep people's weight opinion to yourself. Even if yes, let's say that yes, this person visibly added more weight. It's not your business. Stop it. Don't say it. Even if it's your father or your mother that, you, that, that added the weight or your sister, even if you want to say it to them, there are better ways to present something to someone. And I feel like that is where maturity comes in. Okay. It, sometimes there are situations where you find yourself, right? You don't say something verbatim the way it is especially when it has to do with very delicate issues like this you find a way to present it to that person because maybe that person is really like adding weight and you're beginning to see it's not healthy for them you can find a way to tell them that with wisdom not outright like oh my god you are getting so fat what have you been eating or you be like you see someone especially to slim people one day i'm going to share my story right on body shaming how mostly slim people have been body shamed like it's it's a whole lot there are so many branches to to this and i could talk on and on and on yeah if you're listening to me i don't know maybe you've been body shamed for one thing or the other and let's not even go um, to how guys are penis shamed yes it's actually true most times we see these things on twitter and we laugh over it oh he this guy has a small penis or men with big penis i'm like yo you don't have any other thing to talk about like why do we keep on insulting people for things they cannot control things that nature gives to them like they can't control these things this is why you see because of this body shaming and the way the society reacts to a certain type of body type you now see people going to boost their ass or to get more hips or to get more breasts and for people that, that cannot really afford very good doctors, they just go to any doctor and then get themselves all messed up and regret it for the rest of their lives. See, your word is a catalyst. Your word can either catalyze um, low self-esteem in someone. Your words can either catalyze confidence. Your words can catalyze strength, encouragement. Or your words can totally kill somebody. So if there is something I want you to pick from this story, please be careful of what you say to people. If especially, see, especially the people that are close to you. Because we sometimes overlook and be like, ah, is it not, is it not just you? Ah, it's, I'm just joking. Not everybody will see it as a joke. Yeah, they, they might laugh over it, but then it, it sticks. And you know the thing about the human mind? We tend to forget the negative things. Rather, we tend to remember the negative things people said about us or people say about us than the positive things. That is why, you know, you might post a picture on social media and people are like telling you how great it is. You did an amazing job with this shoot. This picture is so fine but one person would come and drop a very stupid negative comment that is what your mind clicks on so whenever you want to say something stupid to someone ask yourself just in a few seconds if I am in this person's shoes, how am I going to feel? So our words are powerful. Let's just be careful on how we do that. And I also want us to know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I keep on saying this, that the society has beauty standards, right? Every individual on earth has his or her own standard of beauty. There is a lady you would meet, she would tell you, oh, that a handsome guy to me is one that is chocolate, is one that is this, is one that is that. And another lady will tell you a handsome guy to me, someone that is this or that. A, a beautiful woman to someone is someone that is this even pet, yeah. Some will tell you oh I prefer Cats to dogs, and I prefer these species or breeds of cats to dogs. So people have different beauty standards, and when you continue to judge your own beauty based on another person's beauty standard, you are never going to be happy. It's just like someone seeing is like, oh, this girl is not beautiful. To him, you are not beautiful because they already have a, a picture or an image of what beauty means to them. So, and it's not your fault. These are things that you can't control. So you should learn how to stop. take your. Like, Like, take your emotions out of when people drop these comments because they're saying this either from their experiences or what they've grown up to know and believe is beautiful or that this is the standard of beauty. So just always remember that the person that created you, which is God Almighty, right? Jesus, right? Created you. He said that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. I mean, if you're ugly, and if you're not worth coming into this world or if you're not worth giving the bread of life, God would not have brought you into this world. You wouldn't have even come here. So always know that sometimes when people drop derogatory remarks about you, that is their standard of beauty for God's sake, okay? So it just makes me so like, I remember the episode where a lady living with Sturge-Weber syndrome shared and she shared how she was body shamed throughout secondary school. I'm going to leave that episode in the description box so you can always go back to listen to it and learn one or two things. You really are the, the person that would decide if people's comments get to you and I know it's a process not something that happens overnight it's it's something that you gradually grow into and we'll all get there but please also be careful of what you say to people okay so yeah please if you want to share your story on this podcast or first of all if you have an opinion let's say you've gone through a similar experience and you'd love to share it in a story you're so much welcome okay you are so much welcome so stories around the world I have created a story prompt for you to guide you in recording your story please send in your stories and it will be featured in the subsequent episode of this podcast and if you have an opinion maybe you love this episode you'd love to express how it made you feel maybe it resonated with you you could relate to it please don't go away with those thoughts don't go away with this excitement i love to hear them they are so encouraging and they make me so happy it's like fuel for me like like fuel you know when someone just says these things so please drop me a voice message the link to drop a voice message is in the description box of the episode click on it say what you want to say tell me how it made you feel and it will be featured in the subsequent episode of the podcast and again please send in your stories it is very important by sharing our stories we connect with people that have gone through similar experiences we also help other people going through the same thing here there are some stories you know that have been shared here and people listen to them like okay i'm going i'm coming forward to share my story and this story has given me the courage to hang in there that everything is going to be all right so yeah our stories are so so powerful, I tell you. Also, I need you to do me a favor. On that podcast app you're using to listen to this podcast right now, I want you to give this podcast five-star ratings, drop a review, subscribe. The essence of subscribing is so you don't miss out on future new episodes. Um, Share and tell someone about the Calm Down podcast. Please tell someone about the Calm Down podcast. You can also screenshot your screen listening to this podcast and post it on your social media platform. You can post it on Instagram and tag us. The link to our social media platforms, that is this podcast social media platforms, is in the description box. Please let's spread the word about the podcast. People need to listen to these stories. It will help them heal. They will love it. And they will be so grateful that you recommended it, please. And also, if you'd love to support this podcast for production of new episodes and expansion, you're so much welcome. So you can do that using a platform called Shukran. So Shukran is a platform that has been created for you to support your favorite content creators to encourage them and say thank you to them for always providing resourceful relatable content for free so you can do that by dropping a tip for them on that shukran you can drop a tip for as low as 100 naira or one dollar to a million or tens and millions of dollars okay as you are led okay please drop a tip that would be so much appreciated or you can support monthly by joining our patreon or by using the anchor support all the links would be in the description box to support this podcast. So please always remember to be careful of what you say to people. You never know what people are going through. Your words could be a trigger to their innermost tumours and battles. So please, please, please be careful. I'll see you in episode 32. Thank you so much for listening to this point. You have such a beautiful place in my heart and I love you for every single time you click on the play button and always remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Do not allow the world standard of beauty or other people's standard of beauty or the next person's standard of beauty to determine and to affect your self-confidence, your self-esteem and the mindset of who you are. Listen to me. Take it from me. Honestly, I'm not trying to, you know, Give you the whole motivational speaker thing, but honestly, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God made you, He knows you're awesome, He knows you're beautiful, and it's high time you start shifting your mindset to believe and key into that. And trust me, when you get off that um realm of always, you know, relying or allowing people's comments on who you are or your beauty to fluctuate your emotions, you will be so peaceful and so so grateful to yourself that you made that decision. I love you so much and Bye.